Welcome, everybody. Welcome back or welcome if it's your first time. This is Adelante with Arlene, and I'm your host, Arlene. Some of you might have noticed that I had been posting in the last two posts on YouTube an audio version. Many of you might know that my dad transitioned and went on to be with the Lord. And um, while I am in the grieving process and uh, wanted to not stay off and be able to share with you what I was going through in hopes to help you, but instead I did it uh, via audio. And today I am back. And I thank you for tuning in again, or I welcome you if you have never been on this channel before. Please check out my playlist where I have several different types of podcasts, uh, different videos, and these videos all have different topics. And uh, some of these playlists even show me singing or performing or ministering at different venues. And it tells you a little bit about my past. I also have co-hosts on some of my segments, so go check it out. The last podcast I put was about the struggle being real. This video will be containing the topic on bearing up. Remaining cheerful during difficult circumstances we know is not easy and while i am a christian and i have an understanding of the word of god and what it says it's still difficult for me in the interim of things have you felt this way or are you feeling this way right now so today I want to speak about bearing up above your difficult circumstances. Let's get started. We all agree that from time to time we run into difficult circumstances. We know that none of us are exempt from enduring difficulty and the level of endurance varies amongst all of us. The word of God goes to remind us that we are in need to agree that it is important to align ourselves with God and the objective of agreement becomes a power switch. I heard that word power switch being mentioned by Crefo Dollar on one of his um, teachings. And I found it so, so powerful to think that when we align with the word of God, so simple, it becomes the power switch. It is a power switch because it can lift us up through his word. And the word of God lights our path by the power of his Holy Spirit to encourage us through these difficult circumstances. Now, keep in mind that at times the circumstances may not change, but how we react, walk through, live through them can change. In Psalm 43, 5, we read David's words. During one of his many times of despair, he showed us an example on how he spoke to his soul. Why, my soul, are you so downcast? Why? so disturbed within me well i will put my hope in the lord god 
We can all call those positive affirmations. We say that a lot, but this is the word of God and us aligning, which is more powerful with what the word of God says as we speak to our soul, believing and knowing that our God and our hope is in him. It is important for us to know that not all the struggles are due to a sinful, our sinful nature because we all sin every day, whether we know it or not, we do. And to say that I don't is a lie and it's a sin. We also make wrong choices. Some of us learn from it, some of us don't. And simply we live in a fallen world. But there are times in our lives that we might have made those wrong choices, as I just said, and they might have brought us into those circumstances and now we're having a hard time and we're struggling with the effects of the consequences due to our actions. That's all true. But even then, I want to tell you that you can bear yourself up. You can bear yourself up as long as you remain under God. But even then, you can press forward. If we repent from any mistake we've made or any choices we've made or any consequences that now have fallen into our laps due to our own doing, we can turn away. We can turn away. We can definitely press forward, trust God, depend on him to help us overcome these challenges that we can make it through. So bear up but bear under God. You see, God's ways are not our ways. It is important not to agree with the circumstances. Yes, the reality of the situation is real. I'm not asking you to be in denial, but when we give power to the circumstance, number one, we cannot see a way out. Have you ever been there? I've been there many times in my life. If I had not said that I haven't been there many times in my life and I would just say that I've arrived and that I know it all. No, every season and every stage of our lives, we will encounter new circumstances, new struggles, new things in our lives that we may not know how to handle. But I assure you that we can see a way out if we keep our eyes tuned to God. So one of the problems that we have when we give into the circumstances and we give power is that we can't see a way out. But I'll talk to you even more later on how we can see that way out. Number two, the other thing that just focusing on the circumstance and giving power to it, would, another way that it harms us is that we only instinctually seek a way to survive, to live from day to day and not learn how to thrive. We don't learn how to thrive because life is life and such is life. Things will happen. Now, what happens when we don't allow the circumstances to overtake us. Well, now we make room for us to align ourselves with the agreement and the word of God. We will then now be able to joyfully push through. Yeah, find joy in a circumstance. That sounds crazy. We can find it. And we can see the small victories or large ones in the process as we overcome. When we take our eyes off the circumstances, put on that power switch and align ourselves with the word of God and bear under God. Key point, always remember that the word is full of testimonies of others that have felt the same way you or I might be feeling during these overwhelming circumstances and the things that surround us. Psalm 43, five says, we read David appealing to God as he was enduring, as I said, very difficult circumstances and he prays to God to restore him to enable him, now he had committed sin before God, go read the stories. 
and uh, he asked God to enable him to have freedom once again, to live in joy and not without hope, but with hope. Key point. Remember that during our circumstances, it's important that we pray with faith to God, to our Lord Jesus. And remember that God is merciful, that he is who he says he is in his word, that he loves us and died for us and would not have it for you or I to be scared, to be defeated, to be depressed, to be destroyed by our circumstances. Key point number three. Remember that not all our struggles are due again for us because we've done something wrong. It's simply that we live in this life and in a fallen world. And sometimes life's sudden occurrences happen that are out of our control. There are times that we are going to feel as if though we are abandoned by God or that others have abandoned us. I've been there. But God never abandons us. I'm here to tell you that. I have breath today and I can tell you he does it. God is even there in the silence. Once again, in Psalm 62, 15, we see David leaning on God. And while he waited on God and while we wait on God, he gives us grace. Grace to listen, to wait carefully, to pray, to clear our minds, and to seek him. When we feel that God is silent, it just means that we need to press in harder and press through with God and see him to his word and in our circumstances. Bear up under him. The word says, will you restrain yourself at these things, O Lord? Will you keep silent and afflict us? I want you to know that many others had felt this way. That's why I'm reading these scriptures. But at the end or through it all, when they turned their eyes to the Lord, which they did even in that honest prayer, God showed himself strong. Go read your Bible. Find comfort in knowing that we can yoke ourselves with him, with God, and he will make our burden light as we read in Matthew 11, 28, 30. Come to me, all who are weary. Have you felt weary? Are you weary? Because I'm weary and burdened. I'm quite burdened. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I'm going to ask you this question. What do you do when God seems to be silent? I could give you so many examples. I've been walking with the Lord out all 30 plus years and in different seasons of my life where I have struggled with something or another, be it something that I need to change in my life or be it something that was a suddenly in my life, like a health issue. I have felt as if though God was being silent. It was like I felt a presence of God, but there was such a stillness. And I would say, God, are you there? Many of you might be thinking the same and feeling the same and feeling like God hasn't heard you and that your prayers are going 
nowhere, but I assure you, as we continue to deepen our relationship with God, it is God that does sustain us through our suffering. And that when we turn to God instead of turning and focusing on our circumstance, we no longer will see that circumstance. It will no longer blind us because that's what's going to happen if we continue to look at the problem. Instead, we see beyond the circumstance and we get hope. The Bible contains many prayers made to God during very difficult times and how God's people did feel forsaken. And we read of many, many of them being of David as well, that at one time or another felt this way. You might be asking, where is God and where was he in the circumstances? And now where is he in your circumstances or mine? We know that in these times of silence, I can tell you this and testify, we have an opportunity to grow closer to God and go before him. Allowing ourselves to be transparent, as you will read in the Psalms with David and some by his son Solomon. Allowing our heart to be transparent before God, to bear our hearts, to allow ourselves to be refined by God, to believe that in this silence, there's a knowing, there's a knowing that our salvation comes from him. Absolutely. During these silent times, number one, we learn to trust him. Listen, the only one that I can trust is God. I will let people down. People will let me down. Psalm 62, one tells us he is our refuge and our strength. Number two, during these silent times, remember that when God seems silent during our struggles, again, it isn't because of something you did wrong necessarily, but because life happens and we live in this fallen world. Number three, during these silent times, understand that there will be times when you feel as if though you have been abandoned by God and others. But know this, that God is there in your silence. Number four, let's review again Psalm 62, 5. David said, for God alone, my soul waits in silence. And my hope is from him that if we lean on him and while we wait on God, he gives us grace to listen and to wait carefully as we pray and seek him. Listen, in those moments where I stopped rambling on and praying over and over for the same thing, and I started trusting that God was going to help me through my struggles, it is then where I allowed the, the moment, the time to move where I actually started hearing him. You know, when we ramble on, we make too much noise, we, we get too excited, we can't see beyond our circumstances, what happens? We can't hear anybody. And sometimes people even get used in a great way to try to help us and get us out or to calm us down. And we cannot hear because there's so much noise that we are making. Well, I assure you, when David said in Psalm 62, 5, for God alone, my soul waits in silence and my hope is from him that if we lean on him and while we wait on God, he gives us the grace to listen and wait carefully as we pray and we seek him. He experienced this because he got to that place of finally being quiet before God, trusting in God. During these silent times, number five, when we feel God is silent, remember, we just need to press on harder, press in, press through with him, with God. 
Key point. Trust God to help us overcome our challenges. I'm going to repeat myself till we get this. Psalm 62, one says, truly my soul finds rest in the Lord. Rest. So he trusted, David trusted, and now he found rest in God. He said, my salvation comes from him. Get to that place that we have to say, hey, oh, I'm just hitting walls. I'm constantly trying to change a circumstance that I cannot change. I don't have the strength to do this. I can't handle this. I feel like I can't breathe. How do I handle this? You have to find that place, that place where you get silent before God and allow God to move through. You have to believe that he can do this. I'm here to tell you he can. When my dad, this is just one example of many. When my dad passed on, there wasn't a day that I was able to, I mean, I just had bouts of, uncontrollable weeping. And because I know better, I had to pull myself back and say, whoo, take a breath, Arlene, and allow God to work in me. And as God started working in me and the Holy Spirit started speaking to my heart, I started meditating on the goodness of God and meditating on his word and meditating and remembering those times I had with my dad. You all know that I, I was verbally abused, but I didn't meditate on those circumstances. I told you I've been forgetting my dad for that. Instead, I know and I focus on the greatness of my father. And there was a lot. I had great, wonderful, incredible memories with my dad that outweigh anything that progressed later on in life. But I couldn't get there if I had not established a foundation of the Lord to be able to help me press through and press through even harder and find my rest in God. Because first I trusted him, now I can rest. And sometimes we have certain circumstances where we may take control again and knowing what we know now, then we just have to sit back and say, no, 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 truly my soul finds rest, God, in you and my salvation comes from you. Know that whatever you're facing, you can bring it to the Lord. Be honest with him. Remember to pour out your hearts to him. Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 6 reminds us, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I love that scripture and I've mentioned it a lot in many of our videos. I have understood Time and time again, because I like to control situations. I am in a situation now, you know, circumstance that um, we have only a few months to see if we qualify for a first time home that we want to purchase, which will have us relocate a lot further from where we're at, which brings a numerous amount of changes for my husband's employment. And I am just focusing so much on the stress and the wanting to have every single Thing lined up so perfect. Well, guess what? It cannot be. So when I lean on my own understanding, I'm not acknowledging him. And what we need to do is acknowledge him in all things. And he will make our path straight. Know this. And in that silence, that silence, it sometimes drives me nuts because I'm a talker. He's there. He's there with us. And he makes himself known to us. If we just trust him and rest in him. 
Psalm 37, verse 13 through 14 reminds us, I remain confident in this and I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong, be strong and take heart. Wait for the Lord. Psalm 44 says, blessed is a man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. Beware that you don't get deceived that when you want such immediate answers or to be relieved from a circumstance that is that is becoming it seems to be so hard to handle beware that you don't start believing other things outside yourself and try to find answers in others and outside with people places and things that you just find yourself going in circles around that circumstance and really not resolving a problem or anything because now we've trusted in other sources outside of ourselves and not putting our trust completely in God. Psalm 44, verse 4 says, 40, verse 4 says, Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. Trust completely in the Lord up as you bear under his refuge. Psalm 18.1 says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation, my strong hope. This psalm reminds us that it is better to take refuge in the Lord and to trust in man or our own prideful nature that tells us we got this. Has anybody ever disappointed you? Have you ever disappointed anybody? We all have and we all will at one time or another. But God will not disappoint us. Life is such and such is life. Things will happen suddenly. But when you bear up but under our God, you will make it through. Proverbs 11 verse 28 says, He that trusts in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Few things rank higher in the heart of man than financial security. We think that having all the finances in the world is the answer to everything. And while finances are a necessity and a blessing, absolutely. It makes us more comfortable. It helps us with all that we need on this earth. It is only going to uh, relieve temporarily anything in the circumstance that we might be going through that is of a different nature, that money can't buy. Money can't buy your, your healing. Money can't buy your salvation. Money can't buy your forgiveness or anything else. It could take care of the materialistic things of this world and they are necessary, absolutely, but they cannot take care of what is going to be your eternal blessing. It could never take the place of God. It can never really change your struggle or your circumstance because there are some of our struggles that come from within and it is not about what we have around us or don't have. Proverbs eleven twenty eight. 28, whoever again 
trusts in riches will fall. But the righteous of God will flourish like a green leaf. When I went through some financial difficulties during the time of illness and um, a diagnosis that was told to me by doctors in New York, I suffered emotionally greatly as well as physically, believing that now that I had lost my job half time for being away so long from work that I wasn't going to make it. I thought I was going to die. But God. But God used the people of the church. Y'all say how, well, church is always asking for money. That's just another subject. But that church and those people of the church, they helped me. Ministries I had worked with uh, brought me Metro cards to go get to get around to interviews. They brought me groceries. The church got together, another church a committee, and had a meeting, and they had funds for emergencies, and they paid my rent. And so many other churches in New York City that I had friends in, brothers and sisters, all different churches, and that I had also ministered at in, in, in music or word, they helped me financially. And others from the congregation would just come to me and put money in my hand. The righteous will flourish like a green leaf. God looked after me and he will look after you. Do you trust him to lead you, to guide you, to encourage you? I know you may have this question. I have it frequently. It's just part of being human. Why doesn't God always change our circumstances? And this is a hard question to answer. There is no concrete answer I can give you. And I don't know why sometimes. That is just something I cannot answer and something you'll have to ask the Lord if you make it to heaven. I think that the answer to this question in my experience could be based upon more on the fact that we have to trust him and have faith that he knows what's best for us. I understand that there could be something that's really hard to understand when it's something that's traumatically has happened to you, a loss of a traumatic kind, and you wonder where was God in this? That is just a question I think that many of us ask, and it's not something I want to even ponder upon. I could only share with you what I have understood and what other friends of mine have experienced as well. And I understand that this could be hard for you to listen to. It's hard for me to even say. That's not something I focus on. And I can't give you an answer on why God doesn't just change all our circumstances. I can't. But I can tell you this, that no matter what, without God, I wouldn't have made it this far. I couldn't overcome some of the circumstances that I have already been surrounded and oppressed with. And there are many, many that I have not shared with you. I'm going to be 60 in December. There are many. I wouldn't have peace during these seasons and the roughest times in my life, and there have been many, if it wasn't for God. And I know that when I encountered seasons of illness in my life and extremely traumatic moments, I couldn't be strong if it wasn't for God. When I was weary, he strengthened me. I could testify this to you and of his greatness and the things that I learned, not only about myself, but about my circumstances. 
and my circumstances did not change immediately. Or they may not have changed at all, but they changed me in a good way. And I think it's important that we realize that if we're walking with Christ and if you're not, please understand that you can thrive and not survive if you walk with Jesus Christ. I think that is important for us to realize that when we're walking with Christ, we need to let God change us in the manner in which is going to help us and help us help another person because there's so many people out there that are hurting and do not have the strength that God has given you or me to make it through. You can find many people in the Lord that have peace and joy, even in the hardest of situations, circumstances. And I can tell you that when I hear this, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, how could they? Those that have lost children, those that have lost family members that they love, spouses, those that have encountered traumatic things, and yet they find the joy in the Lord and they're able to testify onto others about the goodness of God. I know you don't understand that. I don't either sometimes, but because I've experienced so much of God's grace and goodness and love and mercy, I find my way there. Even when I lose track of his goodness, I am reminded. And while there's some things that are not going to change in our lives, like our circumstances might not change, we can change how we handle them or react to them. So that our life while we are alive can be more fruitful and meaningful and purposeful. Only if we allow God to help us through these things, even when we don't see anything changing, the way we react can make our life so much richer. God says in Philippians 1.6, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in us will carry to its completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Know that if we're seeking the Lord and we don't immediately feel a relief, we have a greater opportunity to be able to seek him and his word and let his word renew our minds so that we have more of the mind of Christ and that through his word we can grow, we can persevere to become stronger and overcome a day at a time, a second at a time. In the Bible, we read of others who have pressed through circumstances that had extremely difficult circumstances and it speaks on how they made it through old testament and new testament we see that we read that in philippians 4 verse 8 we read that those who keep their minds set upon the lord shall be in perfect peace absolutely this is an opportunity when things all seem to change around us for us to discipline our minds to not be miserable but joyful still in the circumstance still in faith and in hope that this this is an opportunity as it says in proverbs 23 7 to be transformed and changed by the renewing of our mind and to change the way of thinking. There's opportunity for God to help us change our heart. It is through these hard times that we cannot see any change, that we learn how to become more empathetic towards others. There's the word sympathy, but empathy is something that not many of us have. And in my opinion, it reaches a deeper level that you're able to understand because you have walked in those shoes. This is also an opportunity during these struggles that we don't see those things changing around us to remember again, key point, 
beware not to let your heart get hardened. Instead, allow God to soften your heart and make it more open to him to create a new heart in you, as the word says. Psalm 51, verses 10 to 12 this is David again, creating me a clean heart, O God, and putting me a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore me the joy of the Lord, your salvation, and sustain in me a willing spirit. In this psalm, David asked the Lord for many things. One of them was a new heart. Peace also during our troublesome circumstances comes when we lean not on others, but we lean on him. And when we don't allow ourselves to be anxious for anything but in prayer with and petition and thanksgiving, we present our request before God and the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Don't allow your heart to get hardened. I remember my first recording, of course, entitled Tender Heart. Yes, my record written about me, my first professional beginning of what was my music career. There was a lyric, an ad lib, that I spoke on the record, on this record, Tender Heart. And it said, this tender heart has turned to stone and now you're all alone. That's how I felt that season of my life before I knew God, before I knew better. See, when I came to the Lord and I performed that song, I did not like that line anymore. And dropped in my heart was this line, this tender heart won't turn to stone for I am not alone. And that happened after I read Ezekiel 3 verse 26. The word of God says, God will change our heart and make it new. And he will take our heart of stone and change it and change it for the better. He'll give us a new heart, a new spirit and put within us. And he will remove the heart of stone and give us a tender heart. The translation that I was led to read said tender heart. In other translations, we'll say flesh, moldable, tender, a heart not afraid to feel, not afraid to walk through courageously, knowing that life will bring moments of joy and moments of pain, but we can get through and thrive, not survive, thrive even when the circumstances may not change. We can be sure there is purpose in our pain. Sometimes our circumstances don't change, but there is purpose. And now we will become more empathetic to whatever the circumstances others may be having. And it is now that we can make an incredible difference in this world and allow ourselves to be used by God. So remember, in conclusion, my last point, keep going, enter God's rest and don't try to fix everything. You're just gonna get frustrated and worn out. We need to fully surrender, trusting the Lord, knowing that we can find rest in Him. 
and hear him in his silence. This is not being unrealistic to say that there are some things in certain circumstances that we can naturally resolve. Absolutely. But I'm talking about those things that have become those really big mountains that we know very well that we cannot resolve without the help of God. Remember, though, through it all, we can find rest in him and remember that key point, that it doesn't mean we don't fight the fight. It doesn't mean that we don't feel um, defeated at times, but we're still to be proactive and to pray, yes, and to seek him, seek his wisdom, his direction, his understanding, and be open to it to be allow ourselves to to have our minds renewed by the Lord that we thought it was going to be one way but it ends up being another way that's more beneficial for us I know that's a hard pill to swallow but in reality I've learned the hard way I know many people that might be listening that you don't believe in God and you have stopped praying because you believe your prayers haven't been answered and maybe some of them and never did and never will be answered at least not the way we thought they were going to be but one thing as a Christian woman, I can tell you is that sometimes the why is not as important because I trust God and I pray and know that he knows what is better for me. And it's sometimes those things will be revealed to me and sometimes they won't. And I will find rest and peace in knowing that he knows best. And that some of you, some of us might have struggled with doubt and we all do. And we feel that if we don't do something, to help us overcome, then it's not going to happen. It's our like survival instinct that wants to kick in. You see, but I'm not looking to survive. I'm looking to thrive. And when we learn how to thrive and go through with God through these extreme circumstances, we learn better how to handle when some other circumstances come our way. We learn to buckle up and to ride it with him. And as long as you're riding this ride with God, that struggle in the circumstances will become, maybe it won't disappear, but the burden becomes lighter and you're able to make it through, to press through, to still have hope and joy. And you begin to see victory in the process and you won't find it as hard anymore to overcome. And if you ever fall into yet another circumstance, your heart, heart will be changed, your mind will be changed, and you will now have purpose and a chance to help another that may be going through the same circumstance or similar that feel the way you might have feel, felt and feel like they can't overcome. Bear up and bear under God and trust your circumstances to the Lord. I hope anything I said today helps you. Please leave your comments. Thank you again. And as I say at the end of every video and every podcast, Sigue adelante. Thank you for tuning in to Adelante with Arlene. Don't forget to subscribe to Adelante with Arlene. And share, share, share. Share my videos and subscribe.